Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Joke Maniac. And guess who's with me again? <gasps> it's me, DM Josh, aka on the forums Three Eyed Sloth. What's going on, buddy? And he has the greatest avatar picture. I don't know if I've already mentioned that on the podcast, but when he said that was his name, I searched the internet, and lo and behold, someone has drawn a three-eyed sloth holding oh, a baby narwhal so and that good. is his avatar so you need to go and oh, see that Neil, for yourself it's the best thing i've ever seen in my life it made me so happy to find it uh, it brings me so much joy every day i look at it anyway enough about that <laughs> agreed no that's not true we could totally talk about that more but we're not going to you should go experience it for yourself. <laughs> the thing that we are going to talk about, though, is episode number 97, Downtime Activities, where, surprise, we talked about cool things you could do while you are not doing other cool things. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool things when you're not doing cool things. Yes. And with that, though, I came up with the idea of DMnastics number 81, a market for magical mayhem. Because I like alliteration a lot. Uh-huh. I can tell. There's nothing wrong with that. So the setup for it was essentially generating in the world of Dayime Bay a magic shop of amazing proportions. Because that's typically what your players are going to want to do when they have downtime. Often it is to trade in what they have found and make it the thing that they actually want. Exactly. Because they're never going to get like the specific sword that I wanted to drop. You know, they're going to have to go do some wheeling and dealing to get that. Oh, yeah. Cut them off at the knees. That's yeah, right. So you've got a plus one sword there. I'll go full Pawn Star. Oh, I don't <laughs> I know why that wasn't my idea. <laughs> I took all my feats in Falcata, but I guess I'll just take this great axe. Oh. <laughs> So, we have a lot of stuff that came out of this one from forum users, because I did a decent amount of kind of trying to figure out who would run the shop, what kind of employees would they have, the magic items that would be in the shop, names for the shop, all kinds of different things. So, we will just start highlighting a little bit of that from the forums. There was some very good responses on there. Do you want to start things off, or would you like me to? Go ahead. I want to see whose name you will try and say, and maybe you won't. Oh, this one shouldn't be too bad. So one I wanted to highlight, I read through these, and there's some really good ones. This one I just particularly like the most from the imagery behind it. This is from CPT Pipebeard. Yes. Ah, not bad, not bad. He I would have gone post- with Captain Pipebeard, but that's fine. Oh. <laughs> I like CPT Pipebeard. That's fine, too. He posted one that's very interesting. So he he described a method of how this merchant of magical wares obtains their magical items. And his idea was basically that some this mysterious merchant likely has some djinn or other very powerful being bound to his will, possibly through like a contract or something that keeps them bound to servitude. And this being creates you know, magical things like bracelets, amulets, very awesome jewelry that imbues, you know, the wear with magical powers. And so people, heroes, even villains, you know, come to this merchant requesting and seeking out specific things, not knowing exactly where they're coming from. But this merchant, you know, is producing these items and and providing them, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of through nefarious means. And I really like that a lot that this you know, guy has got like this back, you know, door to some other magical dimension, perhaps with the djinn or whatever. And that that's how he's procuring these 
rare artifacts and I that just that's cool. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I really like that one. So you you stole my person. <laughs> so. That's okay though. I have another one. Okay. Essentially, well, it it's one and a half because the one I want needs the context of another one, which okay. is perfect because I love how those things work. So DM Sam put the idea and an amazing image of a lizard folk in yes. like full robes, essentially with Volo's guide coming out and kind of these different new awesome races kind of entering the, our minds and our hearts. And our hearts. Cold-blooded hearts. The idea of a lizard folk being the proprietor of this establishment, I think, is amazing. And thankfully, Retsam Noagnud gave us the name of Kezaz Rowan, the hatchling of Orvas Roval and Lesmir Zoan, purveyor of arcane artifacts and broker of secrets. Ah, it's so good. And the one that I'm finally getting to now that we have the context is from Grimhelm. And the shop name, Entitled Enchantments, because you're entitled to the best. <laughs> That's really the tagline. So That's all fantastic. I wanted to get to. Oh. It's I'm so good. I'm going to just open up my own business and use that. Just, it's great. Yes. With the long S's and everything. Exactly. Yep. It'd be a very large sign, but we'll make it work. And so much of this idea sets up this person that the players either know or don't know or could assume that it, they're not the most up and up like they're getting what they need but they're giving up possibly some moral high ground by just accepting the fact that this is the best place to get the things that they need to keep doing good right love it yep it's very very good so with that out of the way though you know what we've got to do we got to start working out our minds right now Oh, I'm ready. I've been stretching my brain all day in preparation for this moment. It really hurts, but I, I think I'm ready. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me. Lift these weights. So for me, I was thinking of, and it's kind of, there's a couple of similar ideas. When I was trying to think of something, I looked at the thread again, and there's some close similarities to some other people on the forums that posted this idea. But basically, I love the idea that perhaps as this merchant or this wandering traveler of very dubious wares or whatever, but he only appears very specific places at very specific times. So for example, maybe only like on, you know, a full moon, like he appears and people there's like urban legends of like where this mysterious merchant traveler like appears. And if you happen to be looking for him at this specific place at this, you know, specific time on this one specific day of the month, you can mm-hmm. find him and that he'll, you know, be able to uh, satisfy like the, the needs that you have for your magic items and your other strange artifacts and baubles and things. I always think that's really cool. Cause then you can easily tie that into like as a quest for your players. Like if they're seeking out something specific or maybe even information, like being able to do that, you know, is like this, merchant only appears like very rarely in very specific places and you have to go seek them out that leads to a nice little adventure hook for your players to kind of jump into so yeah that's that's kind of where my brain went what about you so one of the ideas i tossed out was suggest a contest that is put on at the shop and i'm trying to think of the best contest that gains kazaz the most but still promotes the contest to continue happening you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to think of what simple contest could like really draw people in. Cause I immediately think of like all the carnival games that are rigged, like knock over the milk bottles. Sure. All, 
they're actually welded together. Uh, <laughs> shoot this basketball through a hoop that's two inches too small. Oh, is that? Oh, that's why I never won. Man, it all makes sense now. But I would want it to be creepy too. Something like think of like how many beetles are in this jar or something like that. Which now that I realize would make that so much more difficult because they'd be moving. Great idea. Hmm. And then people have to guess and try it. Probably try to employ magic, but it's some crazy jar that magic doesn't happen around it or an anti-magic field or something like that. If you want great ideas for really kind of gross or creepy carnival ideas like that, there's a great Pathfinder module called Carnival of Tears that came out during like the 3.5 time. So like a while ago. And that is one of my favorite adventures that they've written. And that one has all sorts of really, really just gross, disgusting, like creepy carnival games like that. So that's a, I like that idea a lot. That's, that's pretty cool. Perfect. Oh, that's right. So this idea is completely stolen from the adventure zone. And then even that it's taken from someone that <laughs> submitted an idea to the adventure zone. And then I've taken it. So the current contest that is running at the Entitled Enchantments is submit your entry to the Alter Spell competition. That's you right. Take a spell that exists currently and you change one letter to make it a new spell. My example was changing heal to zeal. <laughs> There's a, a couple of really good examples of this. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Mike Selinker, who is a designer who worked on 3rd edition D&D, some board games. But every year he does a D&D charity game. Okay. I, I forget. I think it might be through Extra Life. But he does a very similar thing where he, he solicits donations. And in response, he changes one letter of a spell name and then will use that during the adventure. So my favorite one that he came up with was Speak With Dad instead of Speak With Dead. And that, oh, that's, that's just so, so good. good. Like, that's such a great entry for something like this where, you know, you yeah, gotta go call my dad. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> the person just leaves because they can't, they're compelled to do that. Yep. They can't do anything else. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> So then, I mean, since we're mentioning um, the favorite one that I have from the Adventure Zone is instead of cause fear, it is cause bear. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's so good. Oh, okay. So I immediately went to the 5e spell list. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess we can just rattle off some super crazy ones to give people hilarious inspiration for making a lighthearted game, possibly. I know that was actually something that had recently come up on the forums was trying to approach a lighthearted game because I know Grimdark is cool, but it sometimes that gets old. So. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy a good lighthearted romp every once yep. in a while. So doing something like this can definitely change that. So the cantrip control flames, I want to change it to control blames. <laughs> nice. I like but it. It's only, but it's only a cantrip. So like it, it doesn't really do a whole lot, but... Essentially, you could get away with something small by controlling blames, and then they believe that everyone else everyone else believes that someone else did it. That's pretty great. I like that a lot. All right, I've got one. So for me, what I would do, my submission would be, instead of the spell hold person, I would change it to gold person. So just oh, cast a spell. Boom, you are now fabulously gold, baby. Like, you are just top to bottom covered in gold gold flakes gold yep. whatever you whatever it is you want like you were just the most 
golden human being or dwarf or elf or whatever you are. Uh, but you are you are just bedazzled, awesome, perfect gold. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> All right. Another one. You ready for this one? No. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Instead of Cloud of Daggers... Instead, I'm going to cast Cloud of Naggers, so that when you cast it, there's a whole bunch of people appear, a bunch of silhouettes and spirit, you know, apparitions of, of faces appear, and they just start, like, nagging at you for all the things that, like, you should have done, or, you know, today, like, oh, you forgot to do this, and oh, like, you aren't doing this right, you aren't wearing that correctly, blah, blah, blah. So they just, like, surround somebody and just start complaining and either, you know, just reduce their morale or they just you know get really sad and don't want to fight anymore it's okay that person can go ahead and protect themselves not by jumping off and casting feather fall but instead casting feather ball oh they'll just be they'll just be surrounded by a ball of feathers and then they can't hear this cloud of naggers that's perfect so good i thought you were gonna go with feather mall for a second you know and just create a big shopping mall of feathers Oh, man, that is a potent first-level spell. <laughs> I mean, it's a very tiny mall, so you can't really do much with it. But Okay, I've got another one. Here we go. Kay. Instead of Zone of Truth, another uh-huh. favorite of the Adventure Zone, it'll be the Bone of Truth. Ooh. You know, so it'd be like your funny bone, but you cast it on someone, and then you can just hit them in the right spot, and they'll tell the truth. Yes, I like it. Second-level spell. Well done. Nicely done. Uh, last one for me. Instead of Arcane Lock... How about Arcane Dock? You need to park that boat somewhere? Well, I've got a spell. Just make a magical dock just appear. Boom. Now you can park your boat anywhere you want. Bam. Perfect. Arcane Dock. This gymnastics will be a little bit short and sweet because we have gone what I feel is well off the rails. <laughs> and to finish our time off the rails, That's right. I will leave you with the idea of animate bread Ooh, yeah we, we gotta we gotta end it there we can't there's Done. no way we can continue going after that one man perfect that's so good i would i would cast that spell all day just so you know that'd be all the spells i prepare every day just that awesome those are fantastic i really am curious what other people come up with uh because i'm sure there's great ones and you don't have to send us one of the you know you don't have to do the name change if you without if you want to feel free because those are great if you have your own kind of ideas for magical because we this this whole thing was supposed to be about magical merchants and stuff originally but we've we've gone way off the deep end uh if you've got ideas it's okay (laughs) if you've got ideas you can send them to us to check out share with us uh you can do so by emailing dmnastics at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter. You can hit up at DMnastics on Twitter. You can also find me on there at Josh Clyde. Neil, what about you? You can find me at Joke Maniac. And if you want to find out anything else from the wonderful Block Party Podcast Network, you can head over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But above that, I would just want to implore you, the listener, to join up on the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises, as well as all the other amazing conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some DMnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting, I did over a thousand. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs>